Thanks for listening to another episode of How Good Is Rugby League? We're stoked to be back for season five, and this year we're coming back bigger and better than ever. That's right, Michael. You've been busy over the off-season. We're now on Instagram, X, YouTube, and TikTok. And, of course, you can listen to us on all podcasting platforms. Now it's time for another episode of How Good Is Rugby League? Hello and welcome to State of Origin Week. I'm Emmanuel Pankless and joining me as always for another episode of How Good Is Rugby League is Michael Corbin. Michael? Emmanuel, how are you? I am excellent, Michael. I just watched a 10-minute compilation of Phil Gould's last words and Mm -hmm. post-game and pre-game G-ups. And uh, I could go out and play for New South Wales right now. Oh, God. I'd probably last... About as long as Latrell's going to last tomorrow night, yeah, but you know, geez. that yeah. So the text came through yesterday morning, probably about nine thirty. Latrell's out, and I read it, messaged you straight away. Yeah, got a one-word response. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> Just gonna swear, yeah. right? I then said that to my. I other used words. asterisks when I said it. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> <No>. I <laughs> I said the exact same thing. Yeah. So I I go to my office. In the office Monday more Monday morning, Latrell's out of origin. Eight people. Fuck. Yeah. All simultaneous. Yeah. <laughs> right? Just everyone had that exact sinking feeling. Because I messaged you last week, probably about Thursday, and I'm like, the more and more I think about this origin series, the more and more I think, how can we lose? We haven't lost when we have Latrell and Tom, and that's that's it. That's what we need. And then this happens. Latrell, the thing is that, like, in a backline of superstars, there are a lot of out-of-form superstars in that backline. Yeah. And Latrell had actually been playing some of the best football I think he's played for Souths in the last month. He's going to be marking up against Val Holmes. I know. <laughs> who had an awful defensive game last I know, time out. I know. And it was just like, and every time Latrell, like, Latrell... And the hammer. Latrell, and the hammer. Latrell's a bully. Yeah. No, he was, he'd be marking up. Hammer's on the other side. Hammer's on the other side. Yeah. But Latrell's a bully. and We need bullies, right? We don't want to be out-bullied. And Latrell was that, like, you remember that series against Will Chambers? Yeah. It's, no, where it's, he just, he set the tone. It's like... God damn it, why are you out? <laughs> it's okay, I I know that you're replacing two time premiership winner with two time premiership winner in Stephen Crichton. Yeah. But they are not a like for like no, replacement. Absolutely not. Latrell's versatility is, in that lineup. Latrell is, is a incredible. superstar of this game. Yes. Absolute superstar of this game. Stephen Crichton is awesome. Yeah. He's not Latrell. No, he's not Latrell. He doesn't he's he's excellent against Souths. Mm. Okay. And we've discussed that multiple times. Yeah. But Latrell has a lot of creativity and flair and he can do things you just can't coach. No, Latrell he can do the things game that no one else no one else can do on a rugby league I know. field. Latrell can do. I know. And he sees things and um and just picks things and yeah. senses things and he takes risks, Michael. Yeah. He takes risks that only he can get away with. Yes. And sometimes you just have to look and think, how the hell did they do that? Yes. And he is that player. We're, and we have both experienced that. Yes. Like on our te- on our respective club teams, yep. like we've seen him do things where it's like... You just have to stand and applaud. Yeah. And, um, I, we, and we missed it last year. We did. It cost us. We had a problem with the centers last year. Stephen Crichton played. He came off the bench one game, then had a bad game. He's better this year. I think his defense has been excellent this year. Um, and I think... the. Uh, I will the one silver lining 
is that because they sent Campbell Graham home, yeah, and I think Campbell Graham, if healthy, would have had the spot, yeah, but because they sent him home day one of camp. Stephen Crichton has been training with this squad constantly, full practices, whereas Campbell Graham would not have been, yeah. And I think that's the one positive out of this that we've got a, a center who is, you know, has has the reps, yeah. It's still a big loss, though. Yeah, it it avert- that, it, it, the market changed. Like the the betting market changed. Like I but think we it's dropped those like, centers. Those centers are the, are the are the key for New South Wales. Yeah, of course it is. They're um, our strikes. They are our strikes. And the thing is, I mean, it in hindsight, it's actually so fantastic that Campbell Graham got sent home so early and first. Because imagine if Latrell. Uh, was sent home, and then suddenly Campbell Graham sent home. It would be Blues Crisis would be the talking point exactly. by certain people two days before Origin kicked off. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I think Stephen Crichton will do a job that left. I, it's odd. Like, Crichton and Toto are playing on the left edge. Yeah. Where they play on the right edge for their club. Yeah. Which is interesting. I know you'd prefer Tom on the right, I think. Yeah. Um. And Val Holmes has actually gone over to the left edge for Queensland as well. He play, he's predominantly played on the right side for his club. So it's going to be interesting. There's a bit of shifting around here. The hammer against Tom. Uh, hammer got the better of him a couple times last time they played. Yeah. In the in, in origin. And, you know, Capewell even got the better of Tom. So that's something to watch out for. But I still think we can win. I still think we can win. I just don't know if it's going to be as convincing. And look, I, I, I think like if Latrell, the rumor is that if Latrell had a grand final on Sunday, yeah, he'd play. Yeah, right. So I think Better he play. should be he should be back. Yeah, he's he's out for South this week, but he should be back. Yeah, for game two. And Campbell Graham's playing for South this week. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, uh, different kind of game now. I think big loss. Yeah, for New South Wales. Yeah, different game plan. Different. Roving backs and all that sort of flair we've previously seen it, no. it will not be there. Yeah, um, they like and also the Blues just they, they scared us even more. It's like oh Nathan Cleary is now in doubt with a toothache. It's like why 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 <laughs> why stoop to Queensland's level and bring out this these false stories? It's a great call though. Oh. That's a great it's hilarious. Game. Like we had Payne Haas go down last week. It's like the world's ending. Yeah. My God. Queensland, nothing. Silence. It's I unnerving, I, isn't I don't it? know if I like it. Well, I heard there was something last night on NRL 360 about how um, Queensland lost to the Ipswich Jets the Ipswich in their Jets. training yes. session. Yes. I mean, is that true? Yeah. Who knows? Do we believe it? No. Really? Absolutely not. So if New South Wales lose to Queensland on tomorrow night, they're worse than the Ipswich Jets. Is that what we're going to be told? <laughs> Probably. Mm. Probably. Now, one other thing with the Blues. Yeah. The jersey. Oh, Michael. <laughs> I hate that I care so much about it. <laughs> I I kind of get it. And the thing is, the the navy blue jersey, it's beautiful. It's a great looking jersey. Okay. I really enjoy it. I think it's a, a, a like excellent looking jersey. Would love like a club team to wear it. Okay. I don't want the Blues to wear it. No, no. It's not sky blue, and like what color Maro- are the roosters, Mike? We're navy. No, we're, no. Red, what, what, white, red, white, and blue. Okay. Would yeah. you like it if the roosters came out in like a hot red? No, absolutely not. And a light blue and an off white. No, no, no. It doesn't. What? It doesn't make sense. Why? Do, like, if you're a winning brand, you do not change your colors. Yeah. They are the most 
recognizable part of you. And I'm, I hate this. Firstly, I hate that I care so much about this. Yeah, so do I, it really I, annoys me I, that I, it's I, even like, spoken about. But why know, are we know. changing different shades of blue? Why aren't we fixing our football so we can freaking win? You know, you know what also I'm going to hate, right, is if you're sitting in a pub somewhere watching this game, blue and maroon aren't that... That dark blue and maroon aren't that far off. Yeah. So, like, it looks worse on the TV. The contrast of the sky blue and the the filthy, dirty maroon color, yeah, stands out. Yeah, doesn't it's not the the navy's not going to stand out anymore. Yeah, imagine like the start of the year, Brad Fittler assembles a team of potential Blues players in, and he's sitting there and he's talking about what it means to play for New South Wales, Michael. And he's sitting there and he goes, "You're playing for this jersey, right?" And then three months later. That They're jersey. playing for a completely different jersey. Yeah. Why? Uh, yeah. <laughs> why? I don't, know, I don't know why we care so much about what they're wearing, but it matters. Because it's not it necessary. Matters. It's just an unnecessary it's, it's, thing. It's, it's, it's revenue. It's all it Do is. Do Blatchy's Blues change their hair color? Well, they're, yeah, they're not even sky blue. They're a bit darker. But. They're a bit darker, but they've all got to go out and get new uniforms. Yeah, they all get given the blue t-shirt. Oh, jeez. Give me a break. Shambles. It is a chance. It's a yeah. it's a it's a crisis. Oh, that's a pretty good impression. Yeah, thanks. I've been watching <laughs> been watching too much of him. To be honest. Yeah. Uh, uh, let's move on to the NRL. Uh, I see, yeah, as I still think Blues will win. Can't wait for tomorrow night. Honestly, like today, I was just sitting in the office, being like, oh, "Why can't I be went there?" But there is still an NRL competition going on in the background. There is. And after thirteen rounds, no, after 11, 12 rounds, twelve rounds. Dally and voting has gone dark. Okay. We've had 13 rounds of play. Yeah, but we didn't get this week's update. Correct. So, 12 rounds, we knew who was at the top. Yep. That was Payne Haas on 30 points. Mm-hmm. Now, new system this year. Uh, there's two voters for each game, both giving a 3-2-1. I think there's been like eight occasions where the votes have been the exact same this year. Yeah. And like multiple occasions where the three is being given to two separate players. And the person who got the three from one player didn't get a vote from the other person giving votes. So the NRL is really on top of this stuff, and it's really consistent, and really good. And the Dallium is awesome, and we love Would it. You and there's care as no much? Complaints. Would you care as much if the whole season just went behind closed doors? Would you care? Like no one's gonna like. I'm pretty sure the AFL. AFL has always done the system where it's quiet for the whole year, right? And they have the Brownlow Medal Grand I Final I week. I I don't know why we have to vote on it on a game to game basis. It doesn't but, make sense because teams like the Bronco, like the Broncos, have two players at the top, right? Or Melbourne, yeah. Or like the Roosters of five years ago, right? Yeah. Was such a team based, te- yeah. Like, so so team oriented. That like certain players missed out. There was a year that Latrell was clearly the best center, didn't get Dally. Have at the very end of a season, you have fifteen or twenty people or thirty people vote. Mm. Right? You get the media but to vote. Recency bias. Whoever has that run. It works, it works in every, it works in all the American sports. I, I just don't know why. Like, if you know, there would be less of an issue with this if they just went quiet the whole year. Yeah, I okay. Like because that. no one, we find out round thirteen, the games just played on the weekend. We find out the um who got the points for them on the night of the Dally M. Now, are you going to go? You're not going to. Why remember. did? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Why? Why? Why was Ruan Sims giving three points and Greg Alexander gave three points to another? Yeah. Like, no one's going to care. No, you don't at that point. 
I'll go through the table now. So Payne Haas is in the lead yep. on 30 points. Uh, Nathan Cleary is in second place on 27 points. Harry Grant is on 25 points as well as Nicholas Hines. Remember, Hines missed four games yep. to start the season, so yep. 24 points. Uh, Reese Walsh is on 24 points. Latrell Mitchell is on 23 points. Ben Hunt is on 22 points as well as Cody Walker and Dylan Edwards and Sean Johnson. Mm. So that's the top 10. Most people deserve to be there, I think. Yep. The the interesting one is Haas and Walsh, both quite a lot of points. They're dominating for their team. Yep. And seems like one of them gets between three and six points every week. Yeah. Uh, which is interesting. Nathan's put a couple games back to back, had a slow start, but I think I think it's going to come down to Hines and Cleary. Do you know what I love about this, Michael? I, I actually really like how many of these players we're going to see tomorrow night. Mm, it's great. It's excellent. Like that is... Other than Sean Johnson, Johnson Cody Walker. And Cody Walker. And Dylan Edwards. They're and Edwards, but, and they're, but they're three above the other. But the first seven... Yeah. Haas, Cleary, Grant, Hines, Walsh, Mitchell, or not Mitchell, and Hunt. Yeah. It's we pretty seen, epic. We would have seen Mitchell. Yeah. And yeah. then Tommy Turbo, Adam Reynolds, Munster, Moses, and Kennedy, So and Cherry Evans. So mm. it is very exciting. Yeah. I, I think it's going to be a cracking origin series. I remember last year's game one was an excellent game of football. Yeah, very good. It was like very, very you good. could feel every hit. It was incredibly aggressive. Um, yeah. Yeah, excited. Uh Okay. Why don't we do round, what are we, 14? Round 14. Um, How'd you go in tipping this week? Three. I got two. Yeah, well, Souths. Someone on, you, you tipped Souths. I tipped Souths and I tipped the Warriors. Yeah, so did I. Yeah. The Warriors. I, and everyone's hyping up the Warriors. They keep on losing these games. Like, they should be beating Brisbane. And now they get the Dolphins coming over to them. Like, the Warriors have had the night... The, the next couple of weeks, they're, they're getting some nice... Like, Broncos going over there, Dolphins going over there, and the South's, South's going, going over, over there. there. I know. All on Friday nights. I know. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And South's and the Dolphins, what, the Fridays after Origin? Like, yeah. who think... Don't get me started, Michael. South's dropped to fifth. Yeah, fifth. Not- Oh, well, there's like one point between, like two points between. We dropped first to fifth. And... We've played thirteen games, and first, second, and fourth have played. A... Don't get me started. Yeah. Don't. Yep. All okay. right. So let's go through the tipping ladder because. Yep. Um, Do we have to? No. No perfect rounds this week. Nope. Um, a few fours. So Mark, Jono, M, um, and Nicholas, James, Antonitaris. Well done. Who's on top? Still Tony Corbin. Tony Corbin, Joanna, and Paul in a three-way tie. All right. There we go. No. All right. This Round week's games. 14. Round 14. There are seven, six games. Seven? Seven games. Three. Te- yeah, sorry. Um, three teams have buys. Manly, Knights, Knights and, and Eels. Eels. Yes. Um, Tigers host the Raiders on Friday night. At- <laughs> Don't look at me like that. What? I- because I know what you're about to talk about. What? Oh, the Tigers put on a stack of points last week. Two weeks ago. Two weeks ago, right? Um, and then they've had the bye. Yeah. And they've come back and they're playing Canberra. Yeah. Now, Canberra had a nice win against Souths, uh, which was a, a, quite a stressful game to watch with a, um, 
that issue for Corey Harawira and Ira. Yeah. But I, I, I want to commend both Souths and Raiders yeah. for forming the circle because yeah. you knew the vultures at Fox Sports wanted to get a close up. Yeah. And they didn't let them. Yeah. Love that. I, I've seen that done in other sports as well. Fantastic by them. Yeah. Um, and the medical teams and everything. And Yeah. And um, I saw Cody Walker copped a bit of heat online because I think he wanted to challenge tackle. I think that's before he knew how bad it was, but yeah. definitely redeemed himself in the press conference with his really nice words. So, as you said, well handled by both clubs. Yeah. Um, but Jared Croker. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> That he's missing this game because he wants to play his 300th game. He wants or... In, or Ricky wants, Ricky wants or to play his 300th game in Canberra in front of their home crowd. Uh, I was actually going to say, you asked me who's going to win this game six weeks ago. Yeah. And I would have told you I have no idea that both these teams are destined to finish in the bottom four. Right? Yeah. Uh, and now both teams are on a bit of a streak. Yeah, and I've also just realized this isn't the 6 p.m. game. No, no, no. It's like, who's put this in this time slot? Someone knew something. Because six weeks ago, I think Canberra just hadn't gone on their run yet and the Tigers hadn't won a game. Yeah. But now this is shaping up to be a cracking game. Tim Sheens, the master motivator, who won three premierships for Canberra against one of his um, apprentices in Ricky, and I think Tim Sheens is going to have him so up for this game. The one thing is, will Appy play? Will Appy back up? Well, that's it. And that, like, he's he's very, very important for them. If Appy plays, I think I'm going to lean Tigers. If Appy doesn't play, I think that the uh, Raiders win. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Should, I think like, that's, I think that's, honestly, should be an excellent game. It's going to be a great game. Should be a really good game. Um, where was I? So for Canberra, as we said, Croker's out. Kotrick moves to the wing after coming off the bench and Albert Hoppawati to centre. Uh, Rapin has been named after leaving the field for an HIA last week. And Hudson Young is also named to back up from origin. Um, Frawley is the new face on the bench. Yeah. Uh, Saturday afternoon, the Warriors host the Dolphins. Um, three big inclusions for the Warriors. Egan... Um, is named and is a straight swap for uh, Freddie Lussick. Dylan Walker's back from a toe injury. Mitch Barnett will play his first game since round three after being cleared to return from a neck injury. Walker and Barnett's presence on the bench bumps Ale and Sifaluka out of the 17. And for the Dolphins, the Hammer and Gilbert are being rested um, and with no injury concerns. Arising out of round 13, Wayne is playing the same team that pumped St. George last week. Mm. Yeah, uh, well- See, I thought that Warriors over in New Zealand would be able to beat a depleted Broncos side from Origin. Mm. Weren't able to get the job done. Came back a bit late, but not they're underwhelming in my eyes. In fairness to them, the spine was there, except for Walsh. Walsh. But also Reynolds, no, Reynolds no, had no, a masterclass. No, Reynolds, Reynolds was excellent. No Haas, no Carrigan. Yeah. No Flegler. Yeah. Right? Like, these are big losses. No Cobbo. Like, come on. Warriors need to be better. Yeah. And I know it's not like it's not kosher to bag the Warriors, but they started hot. Yeah. They've kind of been faltering since. Yeah. Uh, but I'm going to tip them because without the Origin Stars going over there, it's going to be difficult. I don't know. I just think. Yep. Uh, they should, the Warriors have to win that game. They do. They do. Uh, Saturday afternoon, the Titans host Souths on the Gold Coast. Uh, Fafita and Tino have been named. Kieran Foran will be rested. 
Uh, Jaden Campbell shifts from fullback to 5'8", and Kinney is the new number one. Verrills has been named on the bench in a return from a collarbone injury, and Isaac Fasuma Alawi has been recalled on the bench, and Khan Pereira is also back in the team. Latrell's out. Taft retains the fullback job. Murray and Arrow have been named to back up from Origin, and Talis Duncan drops out of the 17. Campbell Graham's uh, return pushes Jed Cartwright to the reserves. Kenar's been named to play his first game of the season with Milne moving to 18th man. I didn't watch the Souths game the other night, but Tane Milne and Souths fans, I think, have a very hot and cold yeah, relationship. Well, he's, been he's been dropped. I know. And I'm pretty I know. sure Isaac Thompson's out for the season as well. Yeah. So... Richie Kenner back in. I think he stole a couple tries from Alex Johnson last time mm. he played. I am going to tip the Bunnies because the Titans could very well win this game, but they could also lose it by 40 points. Um, Alex Johnson, I yeah. know we love Alex Johnson watch on this podcast, scored 700 career points on Saturday night with try number 175. One more, and I believe he goes to equal third on the mm. all-time. There you go. There you go. Um, Saturday night, the Sharks host the Broncos. Cracking game, this one. Uh, Nico's been named and will be a good chance of backing up for the Sharks, um, given he comes off the bench for the Blues in a reduced-minute role, um, subject to Nathan Cleary's tooth. Uh, Talakai in the sentence means there is no room for Tracy, who drops back to the reserves. And Cam McInnes is about a week away. For the Broncos, Haas, Carrigan, Walsh, Flegler, Cobbo, all named. Um, Jensen and Hetherington move to the bench. Tristan Saylor and Palacia are among the reserves, and Mariner is the 18th man. Corey Oates is listed among the reserves as he nears a return from injury. Mm, really interesting game. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see how everyone pulls through Origin. Yeah. Like, my tip could change if a couple Broncos players are out. Yeah. I expect Nico to be fine, given, you know, probably only played 30, 40 minutes. Yeah. Um, and it's a four-day turnaround. I think he should be fine. Big game for the Sharks, because you messaged me earlier in the week. They've only won against one top eight team yep. this season. Uh, so, good test at home for them. But if all the Broncos players play... I'm tipping the Broncos. Yeah, I, I'm really interested to watch Payne Haas's, I'm not Payne Haas, Reese Walsh's form over the next few weeks. Um, he's just been in camp with Billy Slater. He plays a lot like Billy Slater. He's going to have a big target on his back on Wednesday night. Okay, does he have an amazing game? And how does he come out of that amazing game? Yeah. Okay, because he has to then back it up at club level and he can't just right off the back of that. But if he has a, an ordinary game, a not-so-great game, fumbles or something, how does he pull himself back from that too? You know the slump? Yeah, it's okay. real. I get it. So, yeah, I, I will tip the Broncos for now. Okay, Sunday, Roosters host the Bulldogs in Gosford. Must win for both teams. Uh, Teddy and Collins have been named to play and will have three days to recover. Uh, JWH and Manu are set to return from injury while Tupo has been named at 18th man. Hutchison shifts to the bench. Lodge goes to the bench to make way for JWH. Nat Butcher moves into the starting side for the suspended Victor Radley. Hooker Brandon Smith is out with a thumb injury. Um, for the Blues, Tavita Pangai Jr. and Josh Adokar have been named in the extended squad and will be monitored as the week progresses. Impressive youngster Blake Wilson will play his third NRL game should Adokar not back up, while Ryan Sutton gets the nod at prop should Pangai be rested. Josh Reynolds has been recalled on the bench after his 18th man against the Titans, and Fatala Mariner remains sidelined due to illness. 
Yeah. Uh, I would love to see Daniel Tupu come back into this squad because I think a lot of our problems the last couple of weeks is the start of our sets just haven't been strong. Yeah. And our go forward coming out of our own end last year was Suli and Tupu. And now that Suli is playing the centers, which I don't know how long that will last, um, we just haven't had that. You know, first and second tackle, ten meter hit hit ups. Yeah, that we so adored last year. Uh, Sam Walker also out for another two to three weeks with, uh, you know, he's got an ACL sprain. Yeah, so not an ACL tear, it's an ACL sprain. Got to be careful. Obviously, obviously, you don't want to tear it. I would have thought that if he was healthy, he would have come back in and played six or yeah. seven. Yeah, and Manu would have gone back to the centers. Yeah, uh, Palgo, I like really big body. Should be interesting to see him play. I'm going to tip the Roosters. Yeah, uh, big week for the Roosters too. Resigned Daniel Tupo and JWH for another year. Yep, and let go of our assistant coach. Let go of Jason Riles. Went into camp, and also uh, Nick Politis, Mike. Thirty years. Thirty years as chairman today. Huge. Took over the, a basket case. Around. Signed Gus and Freddie within the year, and the rest is history. Right. Yep. Um, Sunday afternoon, the Cowboys host Melbourne, 4 p.m. Um, at Townsville. Uh, Tamalolo is listed amongst the reserves as he looks to return from the knee injury that has sidelined him since round seven. Nanai has been named on the bench as he returns from four-game suspension. Holmes, Tualung, Eden Cotter are listed amongst the reserves. Um, Tom Dearden returns to the Cowboys side at 5'8". And uh, Valemi has been named to make his club debut for Craig Bellamy's men. It's the same 17 to beat uh, the Dolphins in round 12, Munster and Harry Grant included. Yeah, uh, Storm. Cowboys have not been anywhere near what they should be. No. Yeah, they've been disappointing. Panthers host the Dragons in the Sunday night game. Good recovery time for them. Hmm. Ivan Cleary has been <laughs> has named the same seventeen that down the Broncos. Cleary, Luai, Martin, Crichton, Yo, and To'o all named. Uh, Spencer, Lenu, Eisenhuth, and Targo are listed amongst the reserves for the Dragons. Ben Hunt has been named, so Sullivan goes back to the bench. Sewer returns from knee injury. Billy Burns comes into the pack. Embi has been dropped, and Couchman's to the reserves. They were ordinary last week. Yeah, yeah. They there was a probably a. 10-minute period where they just, the whole game just went on them and they lost it. There's signs there, like Sullivan, Amon, and Sloan all have incredible talent. Yeah. Like, they have so much talent. I just don't think it's been ever been utilized or developed under the coaching regime that's been there. Yeah. Uh, Let's see if... Uh, Carr or Riles can turn this round. Yeah. Because there's talent there. There is talent there. Also, like, we know what they're like without Ben Hunt. Jack Bird's going to be out for the next couple of weeks as well, which is a big loss for them. But DeBellin's been awesome. He's been really good. Um, Except for the Simbin. Yeah, well, I don't even know. Well, actually, no, he did deserve it. Um, yeah, Panthers. It's not even, I think. If anyone tips the Dragons, they're either ridiculous Homer or <laughs> yeah, they're delusional careful careful what uh, might just walk into a walk into 
trap there, Mike. I'm fine. Okay, so Mike was going to recap his tips. Tigers, Raiders, you said Canberra? I said Tigers pending Appy. Yep. Uh, Warriors over the Dolphins. Yep. The Souths over the Titans. Correct. Sharks to beat the Broncos. No, Broncos Broncos to beat the Sharks. Sorry. Uh, Roosters, Bulldogs... Uh, Roosters to win, Storm to beat the Cowboys in Townsville, and the Panthers to beat the Dragons yeah. at Penrith. Yeah. There you uh, go. Yeah. The Knights-Warriors game was ordinary. Mm. Uh, the Knights-Manly game was ordinary on the weekend. Yeah. But it did give me one opportunity to see something that I love. And it's Length two of the field tries. Absolute speedsters yeah. chasing each other down. Yeah. Saab against Dominic Young. Yep. I don't know if Saab hit full pace, but Young was there and that got me excited for next year. Yeah. He has speed to burn and that's something that we lack. How many times do the Roosters say that's got me excited for next year? <laughs> A player at another club <laughs> that has been carefully developed. What, in England? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I read today that South signed, um, was it Ethan Ferguson? The cousin of, there was this player from Newcastle that was a cousin of Luttrell. Mm-hmm. Has been some junior who was talked about mm-hmm. a few weeks ago. Talis, Talis Duncan's a Roosters junior. Is he? Yeah. Really? Mm. When he played in the South system. Huh? Isn't that what all Roosters did? No, it was Roosters, Harold Maths came through. There Sam Burgess scouted him. Is that right? Yeah. Summer. Mm. So you go. That's it. We're done. We're done. Good luck for tomorrow night. Yeah. Salary cap off to Uncle Nick, 30 years. And <laughs> Brilliant. Um, and Brilliant. Yeah. One of your compatriots, actually. Mm. Michael and um, Nick Politis stem from the same island in Greece. Mm-hmm. Sure do. There you go. Yeah. Uh, all right. We will leave it there. Two great things. So excited for Origin tomorrow night. I'm sure we'll be. Okay. So with Latrell out, do you have a tip? Do you have a new tip? I still think Blues win. I think it'll probably be a lower scoring game. So I'm going to go 20 to 18 Blues. Mm-hmm. Still Tedesco man of the match. Nice. Yeah. 14, I th- 12 Blues. Yeah. I, I just think that te- it's this is Teddy's game. Well, he has to now. Yeah. He has to without Latrell. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be all around his him. Yep. All righty. Uh, well how done. How good is Rugby League? How good is State of Origin? Thanks, guys.